Hey everybody, episode number 49 of Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. Wow, just one more episode and I'm at 50. And we are almost near the end of the year. Are you getting ready for 2020? Well, I know I am, especially with this podcast. I have some ideas and hope to hear some feedback and input on what I could be doing next year. But this week, I had the pleasure and the privilege to speak with Rachel Arner. She goes to Andrews University. She's going to be graduating basically very, very soon. And she's been making an impact with her podcast, The Preacher Girl Podcast. So I really wanted to talk with her and she gives some really great insight about being a podcaster and a young woman in ministry. So check it out. All right, everyone, welcome back to Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. I am here with Rachel Arner from Preacher Girl Podcast. It is a pleasure, an honor, and a privilege to be speaking with you this afternoon. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. So <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Let's just get started and ask this usual typical first question I ask, which is uh, if you could give us a short bio about yourself and what you're doing right now in ministry. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so there's like so many different things like I could say, I guess, but the gist would be um, I'm currently a student here at Andrews University. Um, I'm studying religion and communications. This is my last semester, so I'm very excited. Awesome. Um, it's been a great experience, but you know, after a while, you're like, wow, like I'm I'm excited to be done with school. Like, you know, it's a good feeling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as for ministry, like you said, I have this podcast. Um, and I, I launched it in January. So it's just been this year and it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been really cool to you know, be doing something in media ministry uh, specifically. So um, yeah, that's kind of like the simple answer like about me um, and having to do with like what I'm doing in ministry right now. Awesome. Awesome. Um, is it all right if I do a little follow up? Because yeah, <laughs> you started in January. I started in January. Oh, so, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so yeah, it's that's really great. cool. So I, I, I want to see if like, if our journey kind of like yeah met, met somewhere and and saw right. some similar experiences like first question let me ask you is yeah how has podcasting ministry like open opportunities for you in ministry have you seen like doors oh, okay, open yeah. because of it yeah well i mean I, yes yes definitely um right before we started recording this you were mentioning how i was interviewed by the lake union herald like that was just super cool and like unexpected um, like something I never really would have thought, you know, and I guess in the Adventist church, you know, our nice little, um, tight knit community, it feels special. I was like, wow, that's, that's cool. You know? Um, but yeah, as for like starting my podcast and different opportunities that have come up, um, I don't know if opportunities have come up because of my podcast as much as I just love meeting new people and like being involved in like different churches in the area and like you know, being involved in ministry in general, but I don't know. I'm sure you could speak on this too. If you've had opportunities come up after you started your podcast too. I'm not yeah. Sure. I, I, it's just that I've noticed that in the fact, I think kind of like what you answered in the meeting new people and, yeah. and having conversations with them. Right. For me, I'm my, my story is I'm an introvert. So 
right, this yeah, podcast, okay. this podcast yeah. like forced me to yeah. have conversations. <laughs> so once I started doing yeah. that, yeah, opportunities yeah. opened up for me. So that's so um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's the nice thing about podcasting is like you mentioned how you're an introvert. I'm kind of like in the middle, you know, introvert, extrovert. And so it is nice, like being able to just like um, sit down and record and not have to be on camera sometimes, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. like, I can just like talk, you know what I mean? And like not have to worry about anything else. Um, but yeah, so no, that's super great. That's cool. It's cool to hear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the other follow up I wanted to ask is um, mm-hmm. in regards to your, what is your vision? Like, what do you feel? Mm. What's what's your main goal for this podcast that you have? What is what is it? Going yeah. What do you yeah, want to do well, with it? Okay, so that's like that's a pretty loaded question, I guess. But like, I guess um, what I could say to give a little bit of context, um, the reason I started this podcast was because last summer I was going out for a run, and I kind of talked about this in the Lake Union interview. Um, I was just going out for a run because I wasn't having a good day, and I was like, I want to go out and clear my head, you know. And, um, I hadn't really thought of listening to podcasts at that point. And I was like, you know what? I hear a lot of my friends talking about they're listening to podcasts and stuff like that. So why don't I try to find one myself? And I really felt like I wanted to listen to something that would like encourage me, like uplift me, you know, cause I wasn't having a good day. And I was like trying to find one <laughs> and I don't, maybe I just didn't know of any at the time. I'm not sure, but I just, for whatever reason, I couldn't find one. And so that really struck something in me where I was like the the idea of, you know what, what if I started my own podcast and I actually tried to create um, content that could encourage people because as a college student too, like it's a lot of ups and downs and a lot of like, you know, it's not always easy, you know? Um, and so I started it because I wanted to encourage people and so the vision, I guess you could say, related to your question, um, would be to just keep encouraging people in their daily life and their walk with God and their faith. Um, I just heard a sermon on Sabbath, actually, and he was talking about how doubt and faith are actually, you know, they can be related, right? We kind of like yeah. separate them, you know, but they can be related. And if we're all being honest with each other, um, none of us are perfect. And we have those days where we don't feel very close to God, you know? And so my podcast, I really honestly, just like to keep it really simple, I just want people to be able to turn on my podcast, listen to it and feel like encouraged and uplifted and inspired after they listen to it. You know, like I interview people on the show and I just ask them for their advice in their daily walk with God and how to draw closer to God. You know, it's just very, I try to keep it practical and simple. And yeah, I just want people to be, you know, smiling like after they listen. So yeah, so that's kind of the goal and the vision for my podcast. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm smiling right now uh, for those who are listening, uh, but those who are watching can see. But basically, I'm smiling because that's that's what I want to do as well. I, I want yeah. to I want to encourage uh, more more particularly and specifically for youth and young adults and, and yeah. those in youth ministry. But yeah, it's just it's so that's awesome. Yeah, but it's so cool to hear from somebody who's doing the same. Yeah, thing. yeah, for sure doing a wonderful job at it by the way thank you praise <laughs> the lord yeah no that's awesome i'm glad to hear that you're in the same boat trying to just like make people's days better so that's awesome yeah so going to where i lead in this podcast with youth ministry 
Yeah. Um, you are in school about to be finished with yeah. religion and communication. Uh-huh. How do you think both of those fields, how do you, you could use those fields to um, impact youth and young adults? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, well, when I, I started college here, I was undeclared at first. And then my second semester, my freshman year, um, I decided I was going to study theology. And that was great and amazing experience. And throughout my, you know, educational journey, um, I did end up switching over to religion. And in doing so, um, I was able, the reason I did that, one of the reasons was because I wanted to pick up a minor in something. You know what I mean? I thought, why not? And, um, and communications made sense. And it was a lot of digital communication classes as well. And so in pairing the two together, I honestly like have no regrets. And I'm so happy I did that because related to your question, um, going into ministry and especially in our current, you know, time and, and climate and everything, everyone's on social media. Like that's it. Like everyone is on social media. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's why I'm excited to see more, you know, pastors and churches implementing um, social media into their um, ministry and, and youth pastors and implementing that into their ministry too. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, what I've been studying, I really do think it does relate into what I'm going to be doing into ministry. Um, just because everyone's on social media, everyone's using media, everyone's listening to podcasts, everyone's on YouTube, the whole thing, you know? So I'm, I'm really excited with, you know, the decision that I made with what I studied and everything. And, um, seeing how God is going to use that, you know, I'm just, I'm just as curious too, to see how that works out, you know? <laughs> awesome. awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, it's just, if you, I, I personally believe it's something yeah. that it's one of those areas that I feel like most pastors or practically all pastors are going to have to learn a little bit in. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Social media, um, having, yeah. making sure things are shown and used and put it on the outlet because yeah. it's 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 becoming an, another pulpit now i would say yeah absolutely yeah so um so you, you i think you're having a leg up on that because a lot of mm. i think uh, that that though that's one of the areas where ministers yeah. find themselves having to learn once they get out of school. yeah they're right, like right. It's, you know it's it's how to engage with people and run meetings and stuff like that those yeah. are the classes they don't really teach right right and then social media i think is another one where you're just finding yourself uh-oh i need to learn about this yeah right so, so well and it's only of- been in like what the past five years maybe where it's really just become this huge shift and like everyone yeah. is on social media you know what i mean yeah. um so it makes sense like you're saying you know a lot of pastors find themselves you know having to deal with that learning curve a little bit um and so yeah i'm just I'm excited to be seeing how the, you know, we're going to talk about generation Z and things like that, you know, seeing how they're bringing to the table, a lot of this, you know, you know, whole new thing of using social media every, every single day, you know? So, so yeah, we'll, we'll get into that, but. Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's, uh, I'm sure people are <laughs> listening going, Oh man, get into right. it. So let's, right. let's, let me ask that question. How yeah. do you see the church is, how do you see the church doing in engaging with generation z yeah that's a good question so 
Um, I, I spoke at the Hinsdale uh, Youth Retreat back in February, and I mentioned this because you know, this was my first time, you know, speaking at a youth retreat and being around that many young people, a lot of which were, you know, Generation Z, you know, um, and just like being around them and like seeing how they interacted with each other. And like, you know, it was just really cool. And if I'm cutting straight to the point, the young people in Generation Z are like incredible. Like they're very smart. They're very intelligent. Like, honestly, like I'm so impressed, like with the young people today um because i remember when i was you know in high school and at that time like snapchat had like just come out you know instagram wasn't really what it is now <laughs> and like just seeing how they have to i don't want to say like deal with all of that but it's such a forefront and a focus of their life you know what i mean like there's no way around that like that's a big part of their life is being on all these you know social media platforms and so related to the church and ministry i'm really excited to see how this generation uses those you know platforms and you know expresses themselves on those platforms to um hopefully share the love of jesus with other people and encourage you know others about you know their faith and what that means to them you know i'm honestly just really excited so if anything i think you know our pastors and our leaders and you know everyone should be impressed with our youth and hopefully create opportunities for them to be involved in church with social media and whatnot so yeah i'm i'm just excited to see honestly what happens so. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm extremely yeah. excited right. because something I've been saying uh, a lot lately is that the Seventh-day Adventist church was formed and their founders were youth and young adults. Yeah. Uh, we, right. qu we quote on the regular besides the Bible, <laughs> a, a, a woman who was called in her teenage years with a third grade yeah. education. So yeah. Right. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for yeah. it to happen again. So if if yeah. it happens again, it's yeah. not something to be running away from. It's, for, it's yeah. something for us to be saying, oh, yes, the Holy Spirit is moving. Yeah. Again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. They have a lot to offer. And they're already, honestly, I see a lot of like high school students right now who are, dare I say, they're doing more than like millennials and adults, you know, as it comes to ministry. And a lot of these young people might not even realize it. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. to them, they're just posting another photo and like writing a Bible verse or writing like an inspirational message or whatever. So they might not, they might not even realize that they're using their voice to, you know, share Jesus's love and, and whatnot with other people. So it's cool. It's cool to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We'll get back to the interview with Rachel in just a second. I just want to remind you all to check me out on Instagram at youth underscore mentor 101. That's youth underscore mentor 101, where you can feel free to message me, give me some feedback about this podcast. Who would you like me to interview? Visions and ideas that you would have for the podcast going forward. I have some interesting thoughts on where we should go in 2020, but I want to hear from you. So feel free to reach out. And also you can find my link tree there where you can find all the other social media and other content for this podcast. So can't wait to see where we go in 2020. And let's get back to the interview. Wow. Um Another thing that I think you're an inspiration is that 
you are a young lady in yeah. who is following her call to yeah. be in ministry. And that can be in some categories, a little bit of controversy in there. Sure, um, sure. Lot, you know, the debate about women's ordination and right, right. the church being made up of 60% women or even more. And yeah, right, right. And very few women being uh, ministers. So sure, sure. If, if you're willing to tell us, what struggles yeah. have you faced being a young woman called to ministry? Yeah, well, I mean, I could, if I wanted, like, I could say quite a few different stories or, you know, things that have happened. Um, and I might, but I always like to keep the focus on um, the scripture and actually lifting others up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because, yeah, like, it's it's not easy. Um, it's really not. You know, I preached at um, PMC for a chapel in April. And, I, you know, at that chapel, I was sharing with everyone about how um, I didn't have the best experience after preaching at a church um, about a year ago and about how, you know, someone <laughs> came up to me after and he was, you know, saying, you know, hey, like your, you know, your sermon was good, but I don't like what you're wearing. And mind you, like I was dressed very modestly, like there was nothing wrong with my, like I even talked to like a lot of my um, mentors and pastors after and I was like should is there something I should be worried about and they're like no like you were you were totally fine like I'm so sorry you had to deal with that you know so it's like things do happen like people do say things um, and it hurts like if I'm being honest because it's a reminder that like wow like they're really you know there are people who don't want me to be doing what I'm doing and it hurts you know what I mean because yeah. like you're saying all I'm doing is like accepting the call that God has given me and asked me to do and so it just hurts when people um you know almost don't like respect that or appreciate it or you know you know acknowledge that I'm just trying to follow God and what he's asking me to do you know so so yes, it's hard. It's not easy. But at the same time, um, it really just continues to grow me as a person and grow me in my faith and everything because it's, it's just a reminder to me that I shouldn't be focusing on the world. I shouldn't be focusing on what people are saying. I shouldn't be focusing on any of that. But rather, I, just, I should continue to focus on the Bible and the message of hope and, and Jesus and his love and everything and, and continuing to share that with other people, you know, because if you yeah. focus on like all the bad things and all the negativity, um, you're not going to last, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm. just, it's going to be so discouraging. And you're, I mean, cause you know, like we both know there's pastors who have left because they've just gotten so discouraged to the point where they're just like, I can't do this anymore. And you know, it's different reasons for everyone, but it's always, it's always sad and a little disheartening to me to see that when things like that happen, because it's like, it, and I don't know how easy it is to say this, um, but if we can just keep our focus on Jesus and keep our focus on the goal of actually, you know, because there's so many people, so many people mm. who are just so hungry and so thirsty for, a, you know, the word of God, you know, and they might not even know it. And so if we can just like get back to that, you know, because that's what it's all about, because people are longing, longing so much, like more now than ever before. They just want to hear about Jesus and how he fed people and did miracles and, and healed people. They want to hear that because it, 
you know, it fills their heart and it fills their soul, you know, and like those who are listening, like we, we have been blessed with, you know, um, knowing about God and, and having a relationship with him. But there are so many people who do not know of that. And so if we can just like, remember that and continue to share that with other people, I think that's what it's all about, you know? So, wow. so yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a, that's a powerful testimony. I've heard it a lot from young ladies. It's just something yeah. that I, I'm trying to let people hear in the conversation yeah. that, sure. that women are in ministry because they're called. That's, that's how yeah. I see it. They're yeah, not absolutely. in it. They're not in it because they're jealous of <laughs> men in power. Right. They are trying to be different or change. You know, change the yeah. change the world for change sake. <laughs> they, they, yeah. They, they understand that ministry yeah. is hard, and it's and I can just tell from hearing your story. It's yeah. Um, you're focused on bringing the gospel to people. So yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's funny you say that because. Um, I, I can't help but kind of smile at the thought that like people might think that women are going into ministry to almost like spite like men or something like that's just so strange for me to think about because if I'm being honest like I'll ask God I'll be like God are you are you sure like you want me to like be going into ministry like the, like are you sure about that you know what I mean yeah. and every single time like I'm always reminded like no like Rachel like this is what I want you to do and every time I'm like okay like <laughs> I'm not gonna say no you know what I mean yeah. Um, so I think if we can just, you know, keep our focus on, on him, then we'll be okay. So, (laughs) and I always look at, um, when Paul says in Corinthians, like God uses the, the, the foolish things of the world to make people Mm. say, say, oh my goodness. And it's like, (laughs) God always uses the the strange and extraordinary to make Mm -hmm. people say, this is definitely from God. This is God's mm. power. So it's, mm. it's so stop looking. So I want the world to stop looking at what's conventionally acceptable. Because if yeah. we start doing, if we start doing that, we're going to be just like the Israelites when King Saul came to power, where mm. someone comes to power because they're tall, they're handsome, they fit the checklist perfectly, they're they're male and all these things, and mm-hmm. the person could be completely wrong. God looks at the heart. So yeah, that's what I just yeah. wanted to say. So absolutely. No, that's awesome. I got, yeah. I, I got it off my chest. Yeah. I got it right. off my chest. That's um, awesome. <laughs> another question I want to ask, especially since this is a youth ministry podcast. Yeah. Is you were at Oshkosh. Which yes. You, yeah. were a, you were a volunteer, which is really, yeah. really cool because Oshkosh is the place to be in you yes. ministry that's my that's my <laughs> motto um, yeah, yeah so yeah. uh tell us what did you do there and how was the experience yeah so i was at oshkosh and i was working for cye i was helping with the social media um so i was going around interviewing different clubs and different pathfinders and getting photos and different things like that um, so it was a lot of fun you know it was a great way to get around um you know, you're, you know how big it was, you know, so going around and actually seeing everyone was just so cool um, and getting to talk to different people. Um, so yeah, so that's what I did. I was working for social media um, and it was a great experience. Um, so for anyone who's listening, you know, and, and maybe the next Oshkosh, they'll be old enough to be working. I'd say definitely try to 
you know, hop on the social media team, you know, and volunteer doing that because it's, it's a great experience. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad I could be there. You know, it was just so fun, right? Like going to the evening meetings and everything. Um, and like everyone says, it's always, it's so sad when it ends. Cause it's like, just when it gets going, you're like, Oh, this is so much fun. And then it's over, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. But yeah, it was, it was a great experience and I can't wait for the next one. It's going to be great. So awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So let me can I ask for a little yeah. more like um yeah what, sure, what did absolutely. what did what did like uh Thursday and Friday look in the day okay. of your working as a volunteer for CYA? Yeah, absolutely. So we would um, go to our meeting around seven thirty a.m. You know, as our social media team and um, our leader, uh, her name is Victory. She's great. Shout out to Victory. Um, <laughs> she would let us know what we're doing for the day. Um, so, for example, you know one morning um, we would usually team up you know two people hop on a golf cart and go to where we were supposed to go so uh, one morning I went to the hangars you know where everyone went and got you know bought pins or did activities um, and we went there and we interviewed people said hey what are you doing today you know um, so that's what a morning might look like and uh, same thing in the afternoon it was just a lot of interviewing people and uploading those um, you know little videos to the different uh, social media platforms so yeah so that's kind of mostly what we did so awesome awesome yeah. and then you and then you get to see your work on the the main instagram or facebook page <laughs> yeah yeah and say, hey exactly. that's that, that's what i did awesome. right awesome. yeah exactly it was a lot awesome. of fun <laughs> yeah. just meeting all those clubs and young youth and young adults just on fire yeah. for the lord is just a life-changing experience so yeah really was yeah it's really cool anyone listening make sure you don't <laughs> miss the next one or yep. if jesus comes back first whatever happens right. first yeah <laughs> yep absolutely <laughs> um, so let me ask you this as mm -hmm. someone who is planning to well is studying to be a, a minister and yeah. going into ministry soon how yeah. do you see or what do you envision a, a mm. church dynamic where mentorship is happening well how, how what would that look at a church that you were leading? Yeah, yeah. So just to kind of make sure I, I fully understand, are you asking, you know, how to be a good mentor to youth in the church? Is that? Yeah, uh, I'm asking that. And also, like, how would you um, encourage the church to be mentors mm. in the church as well? Not okay, only cool. be a good mentor, but in, uh, yeah. encourage others to be mentors. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I think. Um, what it really boils down to is, you know, how you're actually living your life day to day. Um, and I know a lot of people just show up to church and then might not see the youth or whoever else the rest of the week. Um, but that's changing a little bit as we've kind of talked about because everyone sees what everyone posts online and stuff like that. So I think um, the basic, you know, answer would, would be, you know, how you live your life and how you showcase your life to other people because the youth are watching, you know, they're observing, they're seeing, you know, how does, you know, Jane live her life? You know, she's 25 years old. She's done with college. Like, you know, it's like they're, they want to know they're looking for, you know, those examples of like who they're going to become, you know? And so I was thinking about um, this question when, when you sent me them and I was thinking about how, when I was in high school and when a teacher would take 
the time or a pastor to actually come up to me and say, Hey, like, how are you doing? Like, what's going on with you, Rachel? Like, you know, what's, what's new. And I remember that just meant so much to me as like little freshman in high school, Rachel, like, I was just like, wow, like they care. Like, that's so cool. Like, and so, and I was so excited to like tell them, Oh yeah, like I started a new job or, you know? And so I think it's just as simple as finding a young person in the church and, and I don't want to say seek them out necessarily, but like going up to them and saying, Hey, like, how's it going? Like I, you know, and maybe you actually have to introduce yourself to them. You haven't met them yet or whatnot, but taking the time to invest in a young person could honestly change their life because there are so many young people who are going through so many things, um, maybe anxiety, depression, um, who knows what maybe their parents are getting divorced you just never know what a young person is going through um and so for an adult to actually take time to say hey how are you like you know what's going on it can mean the world to them and and it can actually change um their perspective on life too so i don't know i think that's kind of how i how i view that but yeah <laughs> awesome awesome oh Rachel, thank you so much <laughs> for being on this podcast. It was a, a blessing listening to you and your perspective. Um, but going along the lines of how I usually end this podcast and going yeah. along the lines of what you just said on how you would inspire people to be mentors. Yeah. Could you end us with some words of encouragement for <laughs> that young lady who's a freshman who is mm -hmm. hearing the call to ministry or mm. in youth ministry or whatnot? Can you give mm -hmm. us some words of encouragement as we close this podcast out? Yeah, absolutely. So if I'm being honest, when I was a young person, the last thing I thought I would do, I, I remember saying to one of my friends, like my sophomore, junior year in high school, like, I'm never going to be a pastor. It, because I, I, my dad's a pastor. And so they were, oh, hey, are you going to be like your dad? Are you going to be a pastor? I'm like, no way. Like, that's the last thing I'm going to do. Um, and yet here I am, you know what I mean? And so I, I say this because I know there's a lot of young people who might be listening, who might be thinking like, that's the last thing I want to do is go into ministry. And I understand where you're coming from for those of you who are listening. And I also want to say that even though it might seem like, especially as a woman, it's not super easy. I just want you to be encouraged and know that it is so worth it to accept the call that God has given to you and ask you to go into ministry. Um, because, you know, when you accept that call, not only are you, you know, obeying, you know, God and, and you know, wanting to follow Him, but in, in doing so, you're going to encourage so many other people. And there are going to be younger people who look up to you and who are going to be seeing that wow, like I can live a life of kindness and, and joy and helping other people. Um, and so there's so much beauty in, in going into ministry and accepting the call that God has, has given to you. Um, so yeah, so for those who are listening, I just want to encourage you to not be afraid. You know, you don't have to live in fear of the future or, you know, anything like that. But instead, just take hold of, of the hope that Jesus has for you and, and just remember that God's love for you, it always is so much greater than any sort of fear or worry that you may have. So yeah. <laughs>